This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.omf.ie now, over the last year and a bit, parcel delivery and distribution has descri- uh, experienced something of amazing growth, I suppose, due to the enforced move by so many of us to online shopping caused by protracted lockdowns and retailers have, have moved a lot of their business online as they've been forced to do. Well, DPD is one of the largest companies in the parcel delivery and distribution business with its fans and drivers, familiar sites all over the country. And so we thought it'd be interesting to get an insight into the story of DB, DPD. So during the week, I caught up with Des Travers, who's the chief executive of DPD. So I started by by asking him to tell us a bit about the company. Yeah, DVD is uh, the largest parcel delivery carrier in Ireland, and uh, we've had a phenomenal year now with COVID. Uh, we're one of the few businesses that have really benefited out of the COVID uh, scenario because people are now ordering everything online and they're all getting their parcels delivered to home. Yeah, can you give us an idea of how many people you have on board with DPD? You're in the middle of a recruitment drive again, but there must have been huge growth. <laughs> Yeah, we've, we've recruited 800 people this year and we now have over 2,000 people working for us across the country in every uh, county in Ireland. Yeah, now um, you're, you sit at the top of the organisation, but you didn't start by doing an MBA or anything. Tell us a bit about no. your own your own yeah. personal journey in business, I suppose. Well, I started as a driver for DHL and then I moved into sales and I moved up to general manager. I started Federal Express uh, when it first came into Ireland. That was my first uh, general manager's job, and I've had two general managers' jobs, and I'm 25 years with uh, DPD now, and uh, with different jobs and different guises, including uh, some years in the UK. And uh, I came back to Ireland to head up the company four and a half years ago. Yeah, now, not wishing to put any stereotypes on you, but you don't sound like a, an Irish person originally. No, um, yeah, where are yeah. you from? Yeah, I'm from Glasgow. I came over for a two-week holiday to Ireland about 40 years ago. Before you got into the whole world of parcel delivery and distribution and and couriering, uh, Des, when you left school, your career path took you in a completely different direction. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, when I finished school in uh, Glasgow, uh, the common thing was to get a trade, and I served my time as a welder, and uh, I did four years as a welder and uh, never worked a day at it after I found out it wasn't for me and it wasn't something I enjoyed. And then I came over to Ireland and when I came over to Ireland I found a job as a driver for DHL and that's how I got into parcel. And I think you were just the second employee of DHL in Ireland at the time, is that correct? Yeah, sorry, I was the tenth employee but we were in a little office down in the North Circular Roads and uh, basically it was a basement of a of a building so that's how DHL started in Ireland. Yeah now tell us a bit about your journey uh, from driving to actually the top of the company and presiding over what's really very dramatic growth now uh, with you know you're going to arrive at 2,000 employees and delivering the length and breadth of the country. Yeah look I started as a driver and then uh, I saw an opportunity or I was given an opportunity to become a salesperson I was a salesperson for DHL and then I got an opportunity to join Federal Express. I'm actually the second employee of Federal Express, which is probably where the numbers numbers are a little confusing, but I uh, joined Federal Express in sales and then moved into general management there and 
basically just moved up the chain. As usual with most people, I got some lucky breaks and some people believed in me and gave me an opportunity and I seized the opportunity just to continue to grow my career. You must be uh, quite a confident person to be able to put yourself out there. Um, it, was confidence a big part of it or what would you attribute your rise to? I think that, I mean, you have to be confident to, to lead a company now uh, and you have to know, I think that one of my big strengths is that I still see myself very much as being able to talk to any driver, talk to any supervisor, manager or anybody else in our business and I think it's a big part of it now to be able to relate to people, understand the job that they're doing for you and appreciate them in the way that we do and we do that quite well at DPD so um, as I say even today now I uh, met a driver in uh, Sandifin Dusty State, stopped, had a chat with them and they all know who I am and, and we're all on first name terms and as I say I think that's the way it should be in a business. Uh, so tell us how uh, DPD was uh, positioned, I suppose, at the start of 2020 when um, COVID was just something that was in the Far East over in China and it didn't figure on our radar and we weren't really expecting it to have the impact that it was. What were your plans for the business at that stage? Yeah, well, it was first of, uh, the first signs of COVID, we spent two weeks doing a crash plan for France on what we thought was going to be either a 30 or a 50% reduction in the business. And very quickly probably two weeks after doing that plan we should have gone and sat on a beach if we'd known what was actually coming but two weeks after that then we very uh, quickly saw the volume started to rise and, and the volumes grew very quickly right through last summer and uh, actually gave us some real difficulty because the growth was just enormous we, uh, we just seen that the, the online just booming in every area and then we started delivering things that we never delivered before like pet food and like uh, household appliances and effectively now we just about deliver everything that you uh, want to order for your house and we deliver it uh, to your doorstep and that's become the norm now and our volumes just uh, continue to grow and grow and grow and then we had to adapt to be able to get ourselves through. I think one of our proudest moments really is getting through the peak last year because we had the summer growth and then we did normal cyber weekend growth on top of that. And by the time we got there, we got to grips of it and we really did a great peak last year. Now, uh, the, the challenges posed by contraction of business are, are pretty obvious, but talk to us a bit about the uh, challenges of such rapid expansion, particularly in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah, well, the, 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 in some ways the pandemic helped us a little bit because there were so many people looking, still looking for work. So as we said earlier on in the interview, we hired 800 people um, and we have, you know, we at the moment, even today, we have pilots working for us, chefs, we have uh, bar managers, we have all sorts of different people from different uh, backgrounds all uh, working for us, either driving vehicles. Okay, so the, the real challenges of the growth have been able to actually expand the business uh, at such a pace to be able to keep up with the parcel volume and the customers are going to give you. So, so we had to put in additional uh, people into the hub. We had to run the hub for extra hours. We had to put additional floor space on the depots. So some of the depots had to move and had to double in size. And then obviously we had to hire then 800 people and we got them. Uh, fortunately enough, out of the pandemic, there was a lot of good quality people like pilots and chefs and bar managers, and they're all now working for us this day. And we hope to retain a lot of them, but surely some of them will go back to their own businesses once the businesses reopen again. Yeah, looking ahead to post-COVID, that must um, 
contain a certain amount of uncertainty for you. You will have that personnel challenge that you, you mentioned, perhaps pilots returning, but also are you anticipating a drop in uh, demand as perhaps uh, online business uh, contracts a bit, or how do you see the future? I don't think that the, the, it'll contract a lot. People are now in the habit of it. They've had nearly between 14 and 18 months of actually living their lives this way. And some of them quite like now actually being able to get the parcels to their door and not have to go out and do all the, the normal shopping things. But, but for sure there'll be some contraction. But at the same time, our new business is extraordinarily strong. We're very good in the market. We're taking parcels from all our competitors. So we don't really see the growth as being a difficulty for us for the rest of the year. Um, finishing off, what kind of advice would you give to uh, young people who are thinking, uh, you know, who are in school or are facing into their leaving certs in an un- uncertain environment? What career advice would you give to people? I'd, I'd say that hard work and determination are two of the highest qualities you can have uh, going into a business. And if you go into the business with that attitude, that you are going to succeed in there. You do sometimes need a lucky break that somebody will believe in you and give you an opportunity. But the two things that I would say to the young people leaving school now is if you're prepared to be honest, hardworking and determined, then you'll go on in most businesses. And what about people uh, who are running their own businesses? Many people I speak to are finding it very difficult, very uncertain and so on. What advice would you give to them, business owners who are are under pressure at the moment? well, look, sometimes we feel a little bit embarrassed talking about our growth and our success because we know that an awful lot of people are out there in COVID payments and not quite sure how their uh, world's going to actually uh, be when they get back into business. But again, similar to the, the last question, you know, it's a determination to get yourself back up and running again. Uh, it's a question of whether or not your customer base will still be there for you. And uh, if it's not there for you, then you'll have to reinvent yourself and enable yourself to be able to uh, grow the business again back to where you want it to be. It's not easy. That's not a difficult. Uh, it's a difficult thing for people to do, but it's the only option people have, really. That was Des Travers, Chief Executive of DPD Ireland, talking to me about uh, the growth of his con- company over the last year, and a pleasure it was uh, to talk to Des. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you in association with O'Neill Foley Accountants. Our website, onf.ie, shows the full range of services we provide to businesses large and small.